taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 this your boy, T or you know. It's your boy O Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking fade podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, media, film related, along with the other goddamn thing we're gonna talk about coming to you live direct. Proof of concept studios. What in the fuck is up? Yeah, doesn't uh fucking Mortal Kombat come out this week? That's what's up. I'm waiting yeah. for that. I've been waiting for that shit for a long time, 10 years now. Uh, you when, was the, waiting, when did the last one come out? Waiting for Mortal Kombat? Yeah. That's confusing. Bro, I That's set confusing. a timer. It's it's on 10 years. Uh and a couple days and a few hours. <laughs> like what, what was the last movie that came? It was Mortal Kombat, then Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. Uh, Annihilation wasn't too good. Um, no, ni- neither of them would, was really good per se. No, uh, the one, original one was, was good. No, no. Okay. It's, it's not dude, dude let, like let, it's let's, not 2021 good but it was like 1990 no, it, it wasn't good. even it wasn't even good for 1994 and i think it came out like 1996 or 1997 um but uh no like let's just call a spade a look again I, I will always use this as my example um I, I can admit that steven seagal movies are utter trash but i love them right it's okay to admit that i love trash right let's admit what mark first- for death is a classic a classic only because we deem it so not because it's actually a good well you know what all right fair enough i'll I'll submit that all film television it's all subjective right in terms of whether we think it's good or not i don't think that they're good movies but i still love them all the same you know it's like you're sometimes you have family members right you don't really fuck with them right you don't really bang with them like that but you love them all the same you know so here's what I think it is. I think a lot of times people happen to uh, judge what's like good or bad based off of like the current moment and not really looking at when the thing was actually done. No, right? dude, so I knew when, watching the original the Mortal Kombat movie more, was terrible. No, no, you didn't because you were like six. No, you didn't. You had no concept of whether or not this film was good or bad when you were six years okay, old. Okay, okay. Here, here's here's the test. Here's the test. If you were to put right, the, when did the movie put come the, out? Uh, well, we can we can look it up here in a sec. But if you if you were to line up like, um, say you were to line up Mortal Kombat, right? Uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie, and then like I don't know Rocky Four, right? Which which movie would you prefer to see? Rocky Four was with uh, was that with like Cl- Ivan Drago? Yes, yeah, Ivan Drago. It, it came out in ninety five. So Mortal Kombat, uh, the original Mortal Kombat, came out in ninety five. The live action. Film. What what happened in Rocky Three then? Was that uh, with uh, Clubber Lang? That's with Clubber Lang. Yeah. Okay, so Rocky Four was with Ivan Drago. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would probably go with Rocky Four exactly, just okay. because the story is more interesting. Exactly. Not necessarily it's, because it, one is. It's a better for one. It's a better movie. Uh, 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 better sequences. Um, Mortal Kombat. Look again. I, I can admit that I love the movie, right? Uh, but it's purely for like nostalgia reasons. It's not because like I think the movie's like a fucking great movie. It's terrible. It's got a terrible story. <laughs> it does. It's it's so incoherent. And in Annihilation, it got even somehow more incoherent. So to the point where we're just no, like, listen, we will not abide by this. This is listen, stupid. In 1995. Mortal Kombat was a great movie. Okay, you, you know what else? Like you, you just, know what? You know what came out before? Um, 
uh, before uh, Mortal Kombat in 1995? What? Uh, Terminator 2. One of the greatest action movies of all time, right? That came out okay. in 1992, I think, uh, unless I'm mistaken. Um, hold on, I'm going to fact. Sure, we go. We go. So, so just 1991, like I stand corrected. It came, it came out in 1991. Four um, years earlier. Four years earlier. And it's a superior movie. What uh, does that have to do with whether or not Mortal Kombat is good? No, because you're Bro, trying to say, you're, ni- try, you're trying to say what that I'm, What time, I'm saying is in 1995, when Mortal Kombat came out, it was a great movie. And, and I now, just, a lot has changed and a lot of about how we view films okay. and, and the quality of those films and storytelling and graphics and that, visual effects and things like that. And our expectations of movies has changed. So now looking back, we may say, ah, it wasn't that great. But in 1995, when this movie came out, it was a great movie. And I still think today, if I'm, you know, judging it within the correct lens, it is still a solid movie, at least. It wasn't sorry, complete do, you, do, you st- do you still wear the same clothes from 1995? Do you still, do you still wear uh, the same shit? Do you still have a jacket? Do I wear the same clothes? No. Do you still wear corduroy pants? Is that... But what are we seeing now? We're seeing a lot of early 90s clothing trends come back. You know why? Because it was good then. Times Mm -hmm. have changed. And then people are still realizing like, hey, that stuff was still really good. So like, let's bring some of those things back. Mortal Kombat is not one of those things. Okay, moving on. Clearly it is because the new one is coming out this Friday. (laughs) Yeah, that's why they made a new one. On HBO Max. (laughs) Yeah, they, they made an entirely new movie as a testament to how much the first one sucked. As they a, said, as they said, we got to do this again. We need a second shot at doing this because the first exactly. one sucked. Because so many people loved it. They're like, we got to do it again. No. <laughs> said it, it, it was so bad that we just need, we need a redo. We need a, not even a re, uh, like need, not even a reboot in terms of like they're going, they're progressing with the story, but let's just overhaul this shit overhaul. <laughs> let's just redo what we did. Um, but in any case, um, naysayer, <laughs> look, uh, you, you, need, you mouth breather, <laughs> yeah. you're watching some stranger things. Have you? <laughs> that's um, a great, um, that's a great insult. I don't know why it is. It's a it's terrible, a uh, it, it's a terrible in the sense that it's like, yo, what do you even say to that? Like, what's the response? What's the proper response? Nothing. To that's, calling that's, you that's, that's the big joker. Just, <laughs> you just have to walk away. <laughs> just walk backwards. <laughs> um, yo, let's jump into our this week, next week. Man, uh, it's so good to see you, man. Um, we we uh, uh, we got a little swarmed last week. Last week, schedule-wise, things just didn't line up. Uh, but we're back this week, man. It's, it's so good just to jump back into the saddle and just chop it up about yeah. some film shit, man. Um, it's good really to see you, too, man. I know you, I know you got vaccinated. Uh, yeah, I think it's good to see to talk you because you did Cause you didn't get that Johnson and Johnson. Cause if you did, we may mm. not be seeing you right now. No, uh, no, no, so no. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I might be in ER right now. <laughs> fucking so, yes. praying for my life. It is um, good to see you. Yeah, man. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that vaccine shit in a sec. Uh, there are a couple things from this week that I wanted to kind of get into real quick. Uh, first being, um, I was just before the show. Uh, I usually like to have something up in the background as I'm working on shit. Uh, and so I had, uh, I took a break from working before and uh, and I just went downstairs because something was like uploading on the computer. So I was just like, all right, I got about 10 minutes that it's just going to be doing this thing. Went downstairs, uh, popped on the TV. And what is the first thing I see? I see Venom. Venom is on TNT or TBS, one of those stations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started watching it and I, and I had never really fully watched it. I literally went to the theaters. You had asked me like a long time ago, what's one of the worst movies you've seen in theaters? I think I might throw Venom up on that list. But I, I really didn't actually like watch it, watch it in theaters. I was kind of just like half asleep while, while I was watching it. Um, I, I think we actually even did a review of Venom on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, and so I went 
so I, as I came back upstairs, I, I put it on upstairs too. And I was just like, ah, just let me, let me finish this out. Dude, it's a terrible movie. Like a really bad movie. Like a Bro. really bad movie. I'm sorry, but Mortal Kombat, the original, is better than Venom. <laughs> no, I, I will give it up to you. That that actually might be true. Uh, you know, uh, even given how terrible the original uh, Mortal Kombat is, uh, that might be correct, that uh, Venom might be somehow worse than that. Um, so for whatever reason, man, that, that's like fresh on my mind, is that Venom uh, is a terrible movie. Uh, for, that's first off. Um, weird segue, though, into uh, other things going on this week, man. Um, uh, Derek Chauvin, man, um, we the world did not end because I was fully prepared or I was not fully prepared at all, but I was w- wondering what would happen if the verdict had come back as not guilty. Um, that would have probably been the end of America. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> we would have been saying our goodbyes to each other because the fucking country would have exploded. Uh, there would have been Absolutely. no yeah. there would have been no there had been nothing that could have saved us uh, in that case. You know, somebody, I was talking to somebody or not talking, but I was listening to something last week and the person was like, um, you know, uh, America keeps worrying about threats from abroad, but what's really going to take America down is, is everything from within um, that it's just going to crumble upon itself. And if this verdict had come back as anything but guilty, uh, uh, then yeah, I, I think we would have witnessed that uh, in real yeah. time. And, and quite frankly, I, I don't think, uh, you know, a lot of people were, uh, you know, I saw a lot of like, you know, right wing um, Fox News anchors and analysts commenting like, oh, like you got your guilty verdict. Uh, you know, he's going to jail. Uh, oh, too bad. You, you know, you guys didn't get to loot your cities and burn down your neighborhoods and, you know, break into footlockers and whatnot. Right. Um, just kind of like just throwing like little jabs at, you know, obviously the black community and like how the black community has responded to a lot of things like, you know, the Tamir Rice, the Freddie Gray's, the uh, 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 Ronald Sterling's, the uh, 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 fucking, why am I forgetting his name? George Floyd. George Floyd. Sorry. But, uh, you know, so sometimes it is necessary to like dismantle the system completely. Right. Even if the dismantle is sometimes a bit more destructive. Right. Um, you know, sometimes it is necessary if you can't, if they won't let you into the building, right, to burn it down. Um, so as a lot of city in a lot of cities across America, as people were kind of gearing up for this, like these non-guilty verdicts or not guilty verdicts, as we've seen time and time again, um, to be honest, I, I saw nothing wrong with it. If it's if if they won't let you into the front door of the building, even though your access shouldn't be denied, you should have equal rights to enter. If they won't let you in, burn it down. That's that's my take on it at this point. Well, yeah. Um, and, you know, to all those people who are saying, I can't believe you guys are burning down your own neighborhoods first. Save me your crocodile tears for caring about any sort of black communities, please. Uh, yeah. First off, right? We, we know um, you don't. We know you don't give a shit. Uh, but then uh, on top of that, look, dude, um, we've already exer- we've already been through this fucking exercise. And it's honestly at this point, it's fucking exhausting, right? Because, you know, you got people saying, oh, my God, like, you know how come you can't just protest peacefully you know how come you, you got to tear up your neighborhoods you know uh i i do believe there was a there was a person who did try that uh very famously and uh he's like fucking enemy number one for the right wing which is colin kaepernick right for mm-hmm. for for uh a good portion of an nfl season right because i think it was only one season that he actually knelt right um, unless i'm mistaken I, and i think it was like preseason uh, unless i'm because i don't even know if he was on the roster um throughout the uh the entire season um but he did that. 
And he was uh, considered Satan by <laughs> by all in the right wing because he dared to kneel during the national anthem. Um, so, OK, peacefully protesting is out of the window. Uh, 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 just normally protesting is out of the window, as we saw last year. Right. Uh, with with the you know, all the all the protesting that took place. And, you know, there's that one famous moment where <laughs> people were protesting and then Trump came through with a fucking tear gas canister just to take a photo <laughs> with the Bible uh, that he yeah. just, that he was held, holding upside down. Um, I mean, we we saw the BLM protests in Washington D.C., right, and how that that was met with like military yeah. uh, force and aggression, right? But then, like the um, you know the, the riots yeah. on the uh, Capitol yeah. by mostly like Trump supporters, mostly uh, you know, all, all all Trump supporters, and um, you know, and how the military and you know the D.C. police, the Capitol police, responded to that with like they just let everybody take PTO on that day. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, yeah. like I said, uh, if, if you, if we, if we are not going to be invited in, then I have, I have no problem with burning it down. I will say, don't burn down your own communities. Don't burn down the Foot Locker. Um, burn down the Tom's store, right? No, like, no, no. He, he, uh, here's, here, let, here's, let them feel it. <laughs> here's, here's what I'll say about that. Look, I, I, you know, personally speaking, and this is just for me, personally speaking, I'll preface this with that. Yeah, I don't I'm not that's not really my vibe. Uh cuz I I don't I don't think that's going to make anybody hear you, but I can't fucking I can't at this point in my life. There was a point in my time where I would have said, "Yeah, that's that shit's fucking whack. Don't do it. You know, that's crazy. You're just giving them more fuel for the fire." But we've seen it, man. If you peacefully protest, they don't give a shit. If you just regularly protest, they don't give a shit. If you burn shit down, they don't give a shit. They don't care under any circumstance. So fuck, if people, if that's what people feel like they need to do in order to let their voices be heard, then fucking do it. If there are some people just doing it because they fucking just want to do it, then fucking so be it. You know what I mean? You know, I, I do feel bad for all those businesses or, or you know, uh, some of those like mom and pop shops. But at the at the end of the day, man be mad at the fucking scenarios that cause this, not the actual things themselves, right? Be mad at somebody getting fucking, you know, their, 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 um, uh, somebody sitting on their neck for, for almost 10 minutes. Um, be, be mad at that. Um, yeah. if you're going to be mad at anything, right? Yeah. There's, there's a sequence of events that, leads that led up to, up to these it. things. So right. like, and, you know, you pay attention to the sequence too, not just like the end result where people have, uh, become where they've, met frustration to to wit's end and there's no other to them there's no other response or no no other outlet yeah um yeah but anyway so this week next week i mean a, a lot of the same for me right uh, this week i'm excited to uh watch the new mortal Kombat movie coming out on hbo max um this week uh to be honest that's kind of like the only big thing that i can think of that's well, coming well, out this week well i got i got some hot fire for you still uh give me give me some time to get there uh yeah. so uh another thing i wanted to wrap her up real quick before jumping to like actual like movie shit uh fully vaccinated we talk about it at the top of show um fully vaccinated this week actually just literally today i uh, just got my 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 second dose so i am gang gang out this bitch uh nice. actually i have to wait like 10 more days but still uh, <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah man um yeah, here's the hoping that I don't fucking, you know, come down with anything. Uh, I know people said they had some weird reactions after their second dose. Uh, I did get that good, good Pfizer uh, that uh, instead of that Johnson and Johnson shit. So uh, and what's weird is, is that like it's like arbitrary, though, how they like decided that. Right. Because I didn't like request Pfizer because I to me, I was like, I, I don't know. Just stick me with something. I don't know. Just tell me I can go outside again. You know, um, yeah. Uh, 
So it just lucked out that I got the Pfizer, which turns out to be probably the better of the three major ones that are going, at least in the uh, the U.S. right now. Um, you're 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 about to uh, go on that magical journey, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I just got a confirmation um, for like the next, uh, I think, two to three weeks or so uh, to get this shot. So I'm, you know, I'm happy to get it done. I don't nervous. I, it's, it's to me, it's no, it's no big deal. I don't know why people are still out here like, uh. You know, you know, fuck the If you don't want to get it, get it. Just wear a fucking mask, I guess. You know, yeah. Don't, no, no, don't they, they'll they'll be the same people not to wear a mask, uh, which is I'll just never understand. Like America makes no fucking sense, dude. Um, at the it's beginning like, of the pandemic, like, oh, it's like oh, we don't want to go through like body scanners at the airport, but also like you don't want to uh, have like nine eleven happen again. So you got to pick one, America. You can't like. You know, not have any airport security, but expect to be secure when flying uh, on an airplane. Like, it kind of doesn't make any sense. Well, there, I mean, there's that example, but I think like this whole thing with this, you know, with the pandemic, it's just like it's just baffling, right? Okay, hey, um, we don't want to be on lockdown because of the pandemic. Uh, we don't want to wear a mask. Uh, we don't want to take the vaccine. It's like motherfucker, like people literally died. Like, it's not like they just made those people up, and it's just like. Those people didn't exist. <laughs> like people literally fucking died. It's just like, okay, either wear a mask, take the vaccine or a combination of the two. But you're just like, no, none of the above. Uh, let's just, and then when people, and then um, like you read stories all the time of people who are like huge, like fucking anti-vaxxers or people who uh, just, you know, don't believe the fucking pandemics like a hoax. And then you find out, oh, they had, it, and they're like, guys, would you believe that it's actually real? It's like, all right. So I see here's here's what has to happen, right? If you're racist, um, then you have to uh, you, in order to get um, rehabilitated, um, you've got to have somebody burn a cross on your lawn uh, uh, and uh, maybe uh, suffer a few lashes from from a whip or something like that, you know, um, and that might somehow break you out of this mode that, oh, slavery wasn't that big of a deal. You know, uh, you know, black people, they just they, what are they complaining about? You know, like, I don't know. I feel like you just it, it always it, it, it goes without saying that uh, certain people don't care about something unless it happens to them. And then they're like, oh, my God, guys, this is a thing. And it's just like, bitch, yeah. we've been telling I, you that. I, I just <laughs> wish there was a way to differentiate between the people who. Uh, choose not to get the vaccine for like a, uh, you know, maybe like a health concern reason. They maybe they're like pre-existing conditions and like the vaccine is, uh, you know, they're either they are not comfortable with it for like a very real reason. Uh, Maybe their doctors have advised against it. So whatever it may be versus the people who are just like, you know, I'm not getting it because I'm just a, uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist and, you know, the government is trying to fucking track us or whatever i wish those people like somehow had to like register and they should have to pay higher taxes or something like that. <laughs> there should be like there should be a way to differentiate us from them you know they pay two or three percent more taxes bam healthcare covered because they're going to need it right and why should we have to pay for it well so well yeah ironically that, that would probably be the yeah. argument too um but uh but but to to to, to wrap a bow on this um you know, those same people who would say all that shit, man, um, at the end of the day, they're not hurting anybody else. Well, actually, they, they actually are hurting other people, but uh, mostly uh, they're hurting themselves, man, because it's just like, all right, if, you're, if your whole thing is like, oh, you know, we think the government's going to be tracking us or like they're trying to implant us or something. It's like, bitch, like, you, you know, they put shit in your salt, right? Like, you know, your salt isn't just coming to you without shit already in it, right? The water you drink oh, from the fucking yeah. tap. 
Uh, you know, that's got shit in it, right? If they fucking wanted to do that, they would have already done it. And also, if they wanted to track you, they already can track you. You fucking walk around with a goddamn computer in your pocket all day. You you literally have your locations. You. you have your location <laughs> services turned Jesus on right now. Christ. And you're worried about the government tracking you. Yeah, uh, fucking yeah, idiots. Uh, <laughs> those people should like have to suck one dick. You know what I mean? Like, like that would be, I, I think for a lot of people, you know that would be like okay you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and get this vaccine but surprisingly there are a lot of people who probably rather suck the dick than than to get the vaccine and you know no i'm sure there's a lot of people who'd rather suck the dick but you know that's perfectly fine right um what they should really have to do is um toss salad yeah yeah that that, there you go (laughs) you've got your bet there (laughs) you've got your bet there Um, Problem problem solved um so uh not to shame anybody who likes to Toss the salad. I yeah, it's yeah, yeah. listen, it's 2021. Toss as much as you want. <laughs> um, dude, all right. So so moving on, uh, super quick. Uh, look, man, Brett Favre is in fucking news again. This guy, you know what? He's a fucking genius. I've I've come to this conclusion. Uh, and talking about this week, next week, this week, uh, I discovered that Brett Favre is a fucking genius. You know why? He fucking fooled all of America into sounding stupid as fuck, right? Let me explain how. So first he comes out and says, Hey, athletes shouldn't talk about politics, right? I don't want politics in sports, right? Everybody's like, boo, fuck you, Favre. Uh, what, what's up with those dick pics, right? Um, uh, and then he comes out and he's like, yeah, you know what? This whole Chauvin thing, I don't think he meant to kill him, you know? Uh, was he aggressive? Sure. But did he mean to kill him? I don't know, right? Um, and immediately everybody's like, I do not like Brett Favre talking about politics, which is, which is amazing, right? Yeah. You know, so a, a fucking a, a applause to Brett Favre for, for somehow stupidly making everybody else look stupid as well. Um, because everybody is immediately pivoting saying, yeah, I don't want this nigga Favre talking about politics. <laughs> he sounds dumb as shit. <laughs> so I don't know if you meant to do that on purpose or, or what, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I will have to say, man, it, it is bittersweet, man. Uh, I, I, Brett Favre is the reason why I, you know, I started uh, being a fan of the Green Bay Packers and everybody who knows me knows that I'm a huge Green Bay Packers fan. Um, but this nigga just needs to go into retirement from just speaking at all. Like, just just go somewhere and just shut the fuck up, <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've, I, I've never wanted to hear Brett Favre speak unless he was under center. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> and now that he's no longer under center, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, he says, uh, I, I did enjoy his small role in uh, something about Mary. Um, other than those two things, well, that, that was still up. during his playing days. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, uh, uh, that's probably why we didn't uh, didn't mind it so much. Uh, in other news, man, uh, another shit that I, I watched this week, uh, or I'm, that I'm currently watching right now, I'm watching The Wire, man. Um, have you watched The Wire? Yeah, yeah, I finished it. Yeah, yeah, uh, dude, uh, just fe- finished season one. Um, season one was slow, but uh, but good. Ultimately, I think it turned out well. Uh, looking forward to the rest of the seasons. Uh, it's still a work in progress, though. I'm still wondering why people are still like calling it like the best series ever. Because uh, people put it up on kind of that tier, uh, and I'm I'm it's and I it's young, right? Uh, we're still just you know we just got past season one, so uh, I'm wondering if that's going to uh, when it's going to turn into like oh yeah. shit, this is uh, this is amazing, you know. It does um, get very, very good. Would I say it's better than um, Power? No. Would I say it's better than really? Breaking Bad? No. Would really? I say it's better I, than Game I, of Thrones? No. I feel like there's a lot of people who would say it's better than Power. In fact, I don't really know that many other than you and Fabe. I really don't know of anybody talking about Power. I'll be honest with you. 
I literally, so, the, there, <laughs> there's a, there's a running, uh, online debate going on right now, but like, what is the best show like, of that style? The, the, the crime drug thriller, mm-hmm. adventure thriller or whatever. Right. Um, and, and right now it's, it's, uh, the wire power or snowfall, which is, you know, a lot of people are saying it's, it's a new one, right? Snowfall. I just, I just saw a commercial yeah, for that. It's, it's on Hulu. I think it's like on season three or something like that, but a lot of people are saying snowfall is actually better than the wire and power. So I recently started snowfall. Um, you know, I'm on like episode two, two episodes in, is it better than the wire? Um, first two episodes? Yeah. Is it better than powers? First two episodes? Fuck no. Um, but you know, it's looking like it has a lot of potential. So we'll see in like a, in like a couple of weeks when I finish the show. Yeah. Interesting. Um, look, uh, in other news, man, big news that just dropped today, man. Masters, uh, Master of None season three is going to be pre- uh, premiering in May. Uh, dude, I am a huge fucking fan of this show. I don't know. Have you ever watched it? Masters, uh, Master of None, uh, Aziz Ansari? Yeah, I think I've finished all of season one and like most of season two. Uh, yeah. It's okay. No, nah, I, I, I love the show. Uh, but weird thing is, uh, so season three is actually not going to be focusing on Aziz at all. It's going to be focusing on Lena Waite. Uh, she's obviously a character on, on the show. I don't, I forget exactly. I don't, is her character name Lena on the show? I don't, I, I forget. But, um, uh, but uh, they did a Thanksgiving episode. I don't know if, did you get up to the Thanksgiving episode where it's her, like an Aziz kind of remembering some of their, the shit from when they were kids? I'm pretty sure I've seen that Thanksgiving episode. Okay. That was a really fucking dope episode. I love that episode. Uh, And so they decided basically to make an entire season out of that kind of theme of more focusing on uh, Lena Waite's character than uh, than Aziz. I'm not sure how I feel about that uh, because clearly like the entire vibe of the show is going to, you know, be different. But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not really expecting too, too much. I'm glad that it's coming back. And, and you know, the, the same people who have been, you know, helming the show from the start are still doing that. So uh, I'm looking forward to it, I guess. But I'm being cautiously like I, I'm, I'm tempering my uh, belief that is it's going to be like as good as the previous season, at least to me. Uh, um because you know who who knows uh if it's if it's actually going to turn out that way but uh big news man um and i think aziz is kind of hedging his bets for one i think they didn't really have too much else to talk about as far as his character goes because i think his character just kind of did everything that i think he could do uh as a single (laughs) male uh (laughs) you know um uh so I, and I think that this is kind of smart because you know uh, Aziz had a little bit of a dust up with the Me Too crowd. Um, uh, I don't you know if we remember that from I think it was like 2018 uh, where uh, you know uh, he was essentially accused. I don't even know what the fuck he was really like accused of, quote unquote. I don't know if he was accused of anything so much as like it was just I don't know. Uh, not to revisit that whole thing, but clearly he's coming off of that. And so he maybe was just like, ah, if, if we make this shit about Lena, they can't come back and get me, but I can still get the back though. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's jump into some other things coming out. Uh, Mortal Kombat, as you talked about, is coming out this week. Um, Shadow and Bone um, is coming out, which is supposed to be sort of like the Game of Thrones, like replacement, uh, you know, uh, I doubt if it's going to be, but uh, we'll see. Um, I haven't even heard of that. What is it called? Shadow and Bone? Yeah, it's, it is indeed entitled Shadow and Bone. Um, mm. It's like Game of Thrones without the incest, uh, the, 
you know, sex. That was the best part. Yikes. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, I was, I was saying, listen, I, you know, I said sex too, but you, you decidedly said it after I said incest, which is weird, listen, we, but okay. we're trying to reach a broad audience. There are people who like that stuff. Not me personally, uh, my personal uh, life. Yeah. But, but for the show. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, let's, well, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm staying away <laughs> from this. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Um, all right, dude. What I'm looking forward to next week, man. Handmaid's Tale comes back, and I just binged all three of the previous seasons. It's a dark fucking show, but it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty good. Uh, I've got my issues with it, but it's 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 it's. I'm 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 excited about it coming back, seeing where the story goes. Um, and then also uh, next week uh, we're getting Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, uh, starring the one and only Michael B. Jordan. Um, no, I'm checking for that. Uh, what is what is the release date on that one? Is that is like, the 30th, uh, I believe. The 30th April on 30th. Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. that movie yeah. looks too hard. Uh, uh, so it we, looks we just- it looks stupid in terms of like there's probably precisely zero plot. But who the fuck wants plot when it's just Michael B. Jordan just running around doing crazy ass action shit? Nobody. Yeah, man. Stop, stop. Stop hating. It looks great. And this is on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, looking forward to that. Yeah, most stuff. Um, okay. So with all that being said, dude, uh, we watched a uh a short movie, weirdly enough. Uh you know, uh, and b- before I before I get any further with that, uh, we are going to check this out mad quickity quick. Uh let's see what we got going on here. I met this girl last night. Ended up at her place, and, and you know, <laughs> keep being a good boy for Papa, okay? I'll be home soon, I promise. Too late to cry. Oh, come on. You got a problem here. Get off of me, man. Get off of me. Oh, God. Get off of me. This whole moment just feels like deja vu or something. Whoa, careful, man. It's a new shirt. All right, you guys are moving to my gun! Hey! times so far yeah. what now you just let them keep killing you forever i don't know one way or another i'm getting home to my dog yeah um okay so for yeah. those who uh didn't you know who watched the trailer and maybe understand the gist of it, I'm going to give you a quick uh, like little uh, synopsis of that film, right? So in Two Distant Strangers, uh, cartoonist Clark, uh, Carter James' repeated attempts to get home to his dog are thwarted by a recurring deadly encounter with uh, forces, uh, which uh, that forces him to relive the same awful day over and over again. This film stars Joey Badass, Andrew Howard, and uh, Zariah Simone. Um, so... I stumbled across this this uh, short film on Netflix, um, mostly because, like you know, I listen to Joey Badass, is a dope rapper out of I believe Chicago, um, and you know, so I was interested in seeing like what this project 
would be about. I think not only did he star in it, did he also like like produce or or, or write this film or uh, does he have a writing credit on this project? Uh, I'm not sure that that's true, but to continue. I'll do some uh, investigating. Yeah, he, he may not. I could be entirely wrong, but he, he stars in the project. Anyway, so Joey Badass was in it. Uh, I took a liking to it. I was like, let me check this out. Um, the trailer is pretty spot on in terms of like what you expect from this project, but it does throw like a few really like interesting um, uh, twists in there. Uh, and, and, toward, and at the end of the film, it's definitely going to like challenge you to think about um, you know, are all things, uh, do they happen by choice or are some things just inevitable, right? Um, that's kind of what he encounters in this film. You know, he, he keeps having this repeated uh, day after day uh, interaction with this officer that ultimately like causes his death, um, no matter what he does. He does this like a hundred times, right? Time and time again, did, even though he approaches the situation differently, the end result is the same. Um, so, Tune, I know you have some thoughts on it. Before I give my final thoughts, kind of want to hear your take on this. Um, like my my take on the movie as a whole. Oh no, just um, you know, tell me like what you thought about the project. Um, yeah, dude, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, I we I, th- I think we watched the trailer a while back, or maybe I just watched the trailer by myself. I can't remember, but. Um, I don't remember it being like, I, I didn't remember anything really about like what the story was. Like you were just like, Oh, Hey, I watched this. And I was like, all right, shit, I'll check it out too. Um, interesting. Um, I thought, uh, I thought it was kind of a, tw- a nice twist, right? It's, it's kind of like Groundhog's day meets, uh, you know, any movie about uh, any black dude ever, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, is essentially sort of what we, we got. Um, uh, and it's, it's an interesting thought. And I think it's, it's a really good visual representation of uh, a lot of the conversations that are being had right now, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, the, the plight of uh, black America, you know, especially when it comes to um, um, uh, black America and police. Right. Uh, and so I thought this was a good outward like conversation, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, or, or a manifestation of that conversation that, that's being that's being had, um, and I, I think you know because they only had so much time, uh, they this this you know this film clocks in at like I think this like thirty two minutes or some shit like that, right? So they yeah. had a really limited amount of time, and they squeezed a lot into that that uh, that short amount of time. But what I actually really loved about the movie was all of the like the minor symbolism that that they that they uh they show um in in a movie that but they needed to use that visual uh symbolism because they didn't have the time to like really dig into like the nitty-gritty of it right um Mm -hmm. uh and they basically had to spend all their moments you know with this this story you know and to, to kind of like lay it all out in terms of it's you know it's the same day repeating and he doesn't know how to get out of it and you know he he goes from just trying to uh uh run you know run away from the situation um and then he okay like hey what if i try to relate what if i talk you know and then he realizes that doesn't work either and and so like you go through all that and so that's what majority of the time is that that we spend with this this movie so i love the way that they use like just like little like visual like representation like one that i can remember just off the top of my head is is like when he gets shot and you see him lying there and there's blood pouring from his body um the the uh the blood um, it makes kind of like an outline of Africa. Now, maybe it was just me, uh, but I really do feel like that was like 
like, you know, done purposefully. Um, if I'm wrong about that, if that's not, you know, the way it was, then maybe I'm reading more into it than it than should be. But I'm pretty sure it was, you know, purposely done that way, that the blood pouring out of his body was, um, you know, uh, was in the shape of Africa. That's that's good symbolism right there. Um, you know, uh, and so anyways, uh, there were some things that I thought were a little corny or cheesy about the movie. Um, but I think overall, I, I liked it, man. I liked the project. I thought it was different. Um, it tackles a very sort of, you know, uh, a very common conversation that's, that's, that's to be had, uh, it tackles it from a really different point of view, but one that really, I think conveys what, um, what a lot of people are feeling, you know, these days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you. I think this movie has a, uh, you know, a very like singular focus, so to speak, right. It's, it's, you know, there are essentially two main characters in this and this, uh, movie focuses on the interaction between those two main characters. And obviously the overarching um, theme here is like, you know, the plight of black men, uh, black people in this country and the struggles they have with uh, these like systems of, of policing. Um, there is, you know, uh, me and, and a friend of mine, we had like a kind of like a larger story about this, a larger conversation about this. Um, and it's, do you, th- and I'm going to at- pose you the question that we discussed uh, um, after watching this movie. Do you think that there are uh, things in your life that were predetermined, that maybe out of your control, and, th- and these things, whether or not you approach them, you know, with aggression, you approach them uh, with, with calm, you approach them with uh, you know, and attempting to understand or communicate, you run from them, you, you know, you face it head on. Do you think that there are any things in life that you cannot and will not escape no matter how hard you try? Some people would say like, you know, depression. Some people would say alcoholism, it runs in my family. Some people would say um, like you know, drug abuse, it runs in my family. I can't escape it. Uh, do you think that's true? Um, I, I think that's kind of what the, what the main message of the movie was, which is, you know, um, that no matter how, no matter how bad something looks, um, or, or is, um, there tends to be uh, a light at the end of that tunnel. You know, you just have to, um, be able to endure, you know, um, the, that, that darkness within the tunnel, you know, in order to wait till you can see the light, you know, at, at the end. Um, uh, so I, I think it's it's tough because you know there's just so many different things, so many different factors of life that make that question really hard to like answer. Um, like you know something like depression, man. Um, as a person who I yeah I feel like there's a stretch of time in my life where where I feel like I had like depression had a grip on me, you know. Um, and what really sort of got me through it was the idea that I had previously experienced, you know, pretty down times in my life that I got, through, you know, um, and it was remembering that that kind of like helped me push through. But I can also see how, you know, once you're in that hole, man, it's 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 a tough thing to like see anything around you, you know. Um, so I, I would say as a maybe I try to try to sum it up, I guess what I'm trying to say as a response to your question, you know, that, you know, are there things that are just, um, that, you know, insurmountable that you can't, you know, that, that are just, you know, just too much, uh, 
for you to to get over uh, or get past. Uh, I would say, and maybe it sounds like a cop out, but it, it just depends. Um, it depends on you as a person. It depends on the scenario that we're talking about. It depends on like so. For instance, when you say that, I what what I'm reminded of is when Kanye West said that you know slavery was a choice, right? Um, there's the school of thought that he's an idiot and why the fuck would you say anything like that? That's preposterous. How the fuck is slavery a choice? But then there's the other, the other school of thought of, well, you know, um, I guess in theory, maybe what he's saying is, is like they had a choice of whether being slaves or whether committing suicide. Right. Yeah. Or, or, you know, fighting back or, I mean, but, and you can fight back, but I, you know, ideally, if you fight back, you know that there's going to be death that <laughs> awaits you at the end of that fighting back because yeah, it's I mean, you it, against basically America, you know? Yeah. Um, so if death awaits you, do you, do you just like accept it and, you know, you know, commit suicide or do you fight back? And, 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 and is that a, and, and is that a choice? You know, is, is yeah. the choice between life and death? Is that really a choice? You know, uh, are you letting somebody choose something? Because more often than not, people are going to try to choose life because people want to live at the end of the day. So are you really giving somebody a choice when the other option is death? You know, I don't, yeah. I personally don't think so. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's what maybe your, your, the conversation you're talking about. And you can tell me if I'm kind of. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You're spot um, on. What, what do you, what about you? What do you think? Uh, so, I mean, I think that there, uh, there are forces in life that are inevitable depending on like you know maybe the family that you're born to the region you're born in um you know the geographic area even for some people you know the, the time in which you were born right you were constrained by the time like if you were born in like you know 1920 like racism was something that you could uh you know you could not escape it was um, I mean, not to say that it's non-existent today, but, you know, I can imagine for, you know, a black man born in 1920s, it may have felt far more escapable than yeah, it that, is today, that racism right? hits a little different in the 1920s. Yeah, I mean, like, whenever white people ask me, like, oh, my God, like, if there was a time in history that you could go back to, like, when would it be? I'd like, you know, Obama's first administration? I guess. <laughs> like, that's, that's as far back as I'm going. Uh, um, I don't even think it, I don't even think that that works for me. <laughs> Yeah, I'd still have the iPhone 3. I don't want that <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think there, there are forces that, you know, depending on, you know, like if you're if you're born, you know, a, uh, a female, right? If you're born a woman, like, you know, are you ever going to escape sexism or creepy men? Uh, maybe not. Like you can do your best to like avoid them and prepare yourself to, uh, to deal with and handle those situations. But some things you know, may not be avoidable entirely. Uh, you'll just have to find a way to either live with them or, uh, you know, struggle to overcome them. And, and who knows if that'll ever happen. Uh, so I thought this movie posed like on the surface or really like it asked a really interesting question when you're looking at the situation between um, Carter, again, played by Joey Badass, as well as the police officer. Um, but it also like, there's like a bigger question there that you can ask to have a little bit more fun with this movie. Uh, either way, overall, I thought it was a great project. Um, in a short span of time, they accomplished a lot. You know, if they had given more time, there'd be a really great opportunity to tell more story here. Uh, but that's not what the purpose of this project was. It was to tell a singular story in a short period of time um, and do it really well, which they did and have fun with it. So, uh, you know, if you haven't seen this project, I highly recommend Two Distant Strangers on Netflix. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah. And and I think 
you know, uh, the conversation that you were talking about, you know, um, some things, you know, are, are just unavoidable depending on, you know, uh, what year you were born in even can, can affect a lot of things. I think that's something that a lot of people don't want to like understand is, is that like, uh, this movie it poses a lot of great questions. Maybe the, the chief of which is, well, you know, um, when it seems inevitable that you're bound to have this, this confrontation, can you choose how that confrontation goes, right? Can you choose, uh, okay, to look at things violently? Okay, like, let's meet violence with violence, right? Uh, can you choose non-confrontation? Maybe, hey, let's talk to somebody, you know, or let's talk to the other person instead of choosing any sort of violent means. Uh, do we run, you know? Um, you know, and, and I think the, 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 the important thing that this is trying to convey is, is that no matter what, um, no matter what your approach is, there's still an issue at hand. And I, I think that the people who, you know, might be detractors to this type of story, they might be looking at it from the perspective of like, well, no, you could do this, you could do that, but you're missing the entire point. This is like, well, why the fuck does this thing exist at all? Right. Like why, yeah. why? And that's one of the, you know, kind of beautiful things. And I'm, again, I'm not sure if it was on purpose or not, but one of the beautiful things of this, uh, of this movie was, they never really try to answer that. Why is this even happening? Like, what's like, what's causing all this? And it, I think, in society, you know, there's so many fucking different answers to that question uh, that there's not really like one specific thing. It's a fucking confluence of events, you know. Um, so, anyways, um, dude, yeah, I, I thought it was a dope project. I thought it was really appropriately timed uh, in terms of like it's co the conversation that this might bring up in just you know uh, in, in the world. Um, and they do it in really, uh, what I feel like is, is, a, is a clever way. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, man. Um, and then, and they don't beat you over the head with it too. I think that there's a, there's an easy way that this could feel like kind of just like lazy a little bit, but they do it in a really, really creative way. Um, and so, yeah, uh, shout out to, um, uh, we gotta give a shout out to the director, man, uh, Traven, um, Free and Martin, uh, Desmond Rowe, um, and the, the screenwriter, which is uh, uh, Trayvon Free uh, as well. Um, yeah, man. Uh, dope project, man. Uh, glad this came out. Hey, shout out to Joey Badass, man. Uh, yo, my dude uh, was in um, uh, what's the show? Uh, Mr. Robot. Uh, okay. Uh, he, he, did, he did a lot. Of, he did a, a guest role on Mr. Robot for a number of years. Uh, so we got to give up for him, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, really, really talented rapper. I think one of the one of the more underrated rappers out there. Uh, somebody with you know people rappers with content um, and you know and real lyricism always get underrated for like you know the the guys who are just a little bit more popular. So uh, he's definitely one of them who goes on my list of underrated rappers. So shout out to Joey Badass for sure. Most definitely. Um, yo, let's press forward here. Uh, let's jump into. Uh, have you? I, well, I, I'm assuming you haven't seen this yet. Otherwise, this is not a true reaction. But uh, <laughs> we are going to take a gander at uh, Shang Chi, man. Um, so uh, we are going to take a look at Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, this is uh, based on the Marvel comics, uh, which will focus on Shang Chi, uh, the master of the kung fu. Uh, this is directed by uh, Destin Daniel uh, Creighton um, and written by Creighton as well as uh, Dave Callahan and Andrew Lanham. Um, stars uh, Simu uh, Liu, uh, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Florian. Uh, Mutenu, 
uh, and of course, Aquafina. Um, and this is due out September 3rd of this very year. My dude, uh, without further ado, let's just jump right into this shit, okay? Oh, whoops. Uh, my bad. Uh, yeah, why, why you get that audio straight? Listen, I'm not yeah. going to lie to our viewers, as I never do. Um, have I seen this trailer? Yes, I have. You I son of a bitch. Myself. You I son of a myself. bitch. Uh, so I'm going to give some more tasteful reactions here. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I have not seen it. Okay, rest assured, audience. Okay, I have not portrayed you. Only a rain has. Uh, all right, let, let's jump into this shit. No, no, let's do it. Hit play. to live your life. Yeah, I don't know what else is going on, but I know that fucking soundtrack's about to be thumped. Soundtrack was fire. Yo, um, <laughs> I was moving to. Hey, and my man, who, my man, who was doing like you know the 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 monologue, the the voiceover for the uh, you know obviously he's the father speaking over uh, the scenes. You know, fucking great. He had good bass in his voice. That shit. He made everything sound hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, he did. Soundtrack was hard. The visuals hard. Everything about this joint looks hard. So, uh, I mean, Marvel has they keep hit you. They keep hitting you with like just banger after banger after banger. Now, granted, uh, I did for me, for me, WandaVision was uh, a miss for me. But I can see how there's... I like how you keep having the for me. <laughs> I, I just want to make that clear. This is for me. For uh, me. It was a miss yeah. like, for me. 
Uh, but I could see how there's a large audience of people who who love WandaVision. Now, um, now Falcon and the Winter Soldier just keeps getting better and better. Yo, and better. I, for, I forgot to talk about that at the top of the show. Hold up. After we're, after we're done ta- talking about this trailer, let's talk about that for like two seconds. Um, yo, this trailer was fire, my dude. Like that was fire. Yeah. I don't even I couldn't even tell you exactly what I liked about it outside of the music. Uh like, I don't know what the fuck the story is about. They didn't say shit about the story. I have no idea what this is about. Other than some dude, he's like, yo, I'm just going to fuck some people up. Like, that was yeah. really all I got out of this trailer. Uh, I don't mind. Um, I just like the vibe of it. I, I like the vibe. Now, you know, we're all weary, right, of trailers uh, because they can be very deceptive. Uh, and we we all know um, this is obviously being compared to, uh, to Iron Fist, um, which... Look, everybody Which is, seems every, disrespectful to me because this trailer alone was better than the entire season of Iron Fist. That's just it. I di- I didn't really mind Iron Fist as everybody else. Uh, I, I, I didn't I did. think it was I didn't think it was particularly good. But also, I've seen worse things than Iron Fist. You know, Iron um, Fist offended me. Apparently, um, but uh, but man, th- this looks really dope, man. Um, I'm excited what I like most about this, this trailer, sorry, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I have, no, to, yeah. I have to just say, get this one put in. What I like most about this trailer, I know you said you couldn't figure out what thing exactly. I like the balance that we're seeing here between like traditional as well as like, you know, a modern take on like, you know, what is like, you know, Kung Fu, right? Um, so there's like, there was this one scene throughout the trailer where it kept cutting back between um, them fighting or training uh, where they're like out in like a, I don't know, some like remote area in like the jungle or whatever. And like they're they're fighting and they're wearing like more traditional uniforms. And then it would quickly cut back to the fight scenes on the bus and obviously what was like San Francisco, right? And then it would cut back traditional, cut back to modern. So it's like a balance or a bridge between those two things. Um, the action looks great. Uh, it looks like there's going to be some really like interesting timely comedy here with Aquafina. Uh, I, I just liked how it felt. I like the balance that I, I, I got through this trailer here. Yeah. Um, dude, what is Shang-Chi's like? What is his powers? Uh, I don't know. Is he just which really is like, you know, Kung Fu? Whoa. Um, I liked how they didn't reveal that in this first trailer. Like there's a bit of a mystery here because I, I would imagine that he has powers being like the greatest. Isn't he supposed to be like the greatest Kung Fu master yeah. of all time? Or uh, something like that? Says for abilities, a master martial artist and mastery of chi. So that I would imagine she is like some type of like energy, right? Yeah. Um, where he may be able to like, because, uh, you know, that's essentially kind of what Iron Fist did. Right? He uh, channeled the chi into his fist, right? And that which gave him the Iron Fist. So I'd imagine he has abilities similar to that. Um, but they didn't reveal that in the trailer because this is more like introductory character building. Um, so I, I like what they did here. Yeah um yeah man uh comes out in september uh i'm looking forward to it man I, I think that'll be a fun time man um regardless of how i think the uh the, the end product ultimately look marvel doesn't really miss even with you saying that you didn't really you weren't really feeling wandavision it was still uh, a hit with a lot of people it was still a hit. you know what are we gonna say you know uh you know uh we're, we're not gonna take a look at like uh you know michael jackson you know he might not have made hits later in his life but his first one slapped so hard uh, it didn't even fucking matter. <laughs> you know, uh, so so yeah, man. Um, that was uh, our reaction to Shang Chi, or at least my my immediate reaction to Shang Chi. Uh, can't speak for Rain. Um, 
but uh but yeah man um look dude super fucking quick man fucking love falcon and winter soldier i think it's awesome man um i too was not terribly hot on wandavision i don't think i disliked it maybe as as much as you i thought it was i thought it was good but i don't think it was as good as everybody was making it out to be um everybody was losing their fucking minds about wandavision and i always thought it was it was good but not that great um falcon and winter soldier man i can get behind this shit um Especially not this this last episode. We just passed episode five, but episode four I thought was exceptionally good. Um, yeah, uh, I thought that was that was Joe was fucking. Like, it was like I just wanted to clap like bravo at the end because it, it was such a great episode, man. Um, but but yeah, I uh, I think it's a really dope show. I hope that they stick the landing because um, it feels like they're building towards something great. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that it's not kind of like what I felt at the end of WandaVision was like this build up for like a really just vanilla ending, um, which just would be a little disheartening, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm liking what I see so far from, uh, from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, man. Um, yeah. I think, uh, you know, you know, same, uh, I think even episode five for me, like I like the, the pace of it where they slowed down a little bit. They took a time to like focus on, uh, the characters and like their, their individual stories, relationship building between, um, Bucky and, um, and Sam. Uh, Sam, mm-hmm. uh, as well as kind of, uh, they did a bit of forecasting here. Uh, you know, you can kind of see that there's something going on with, uh, who's the character who was, uh, Captain America, or he's played Captain America up until like the end of episode four. And now he's now been oh, disbanded uh, and Wyatt, what's his name? Um, damn it. Something Wyatt. Yeah, we'll go with Wyatt. Uh, so, <laughs> so wait, wait, you're, you're uh, saying his character name or um uh yeah his, his character name of the show oh it's uh walker is it, isn't it walker right yes yeah, yeah uh, it's walker something walker uh right? so i like the forecasting where there you know we can kind of tell that there's something going on with him he's going to go down a darker path we can also see that um sam was given a gift by bucky which more than likely is a is a suit um in order for him to don the uh the captain america shield um, I, you know, I like what they did with the, the main villain. Uh, again, I forget her name. I don't have my IMDB up. Um, but like, I, I like how they kind of humanize her and give her a purpose, similar to what they did with Thanos, right? Even though Thanos is on a terrible, evil mission, um, you kind of identified with his purpose as well, right? And, and uh, the character, or the main oh, villain that we have. Yeah, uh, shit. And I forget her name as well, but uh, what's the group called? It's like the uh, fucking freedom something or something like i don't know whatever the fuck their names are um but uh what i love about her characters is like they, they don't make it easy for you to either side with her or side against her they they make it really yeah. fucking difficult because on one hand you can kind of be like yeah she's right on the other hand, you're like you're you're fucking crazy you're just out there just mobbing through people for yeah, no so her name is uh carly montague yeah and like it's hard to dislike her because it's like you know, she kind of has a bit of a point she's just proving her point in in a very like terroristic kind of way um so I, there are a lot of things i like about this show uh, i like the pace the action is great characters are great it feels very much like the same thing we got from especially with sam and bucky obviously they're the same characters but like the same thing we got from endgame or or infinity war and now we're just getting it in like a series version hey. sometimes like it can feel diluted you know when they take characters from a movie and make the show but this didn't you know they didn't miss a step hey shout out to my dude uh sebastian stan man he's a great actor i i don't like before this i was kind of just like whatever he's he i could take him or leave him as bucky in the, in the last few episodes man he's uh he's showing me some range man um 
I thought I thought in the last episode it, it got a little cartoonish when when he went to go visit uh uh Sam uh in uh in uh, on the Louisiana. Boat. Yeah, that that was a little that was a little uh corny for my taste, but I, I was still with it. But like especially some of the episodes before that, I thought he he just he plays that character really really fucking well um yeah and i I like that the way that they're giving him some some range um uh but yeah man um so uh let's jump into like one more story because i know we got a we probably got a jet here in a sec um yeah so you know what let's end with this uh uh, if you don't mind i want to end with this like batista story (laughs) um so oh shit because there is a lesson to be learned here i'm going to share my personal story right so um, uh, you know, I've, I've in my personal life gone through a bit of like a, a career change. Right. Um, so going from what I used to do is just working at like, you know, um, creative agencies as like an account pro, uh, project manager to now moving into the design world, which is not easy to break into. Right. But sometimes you just have to say like, all right, this is what I am. This is what I'm going to be. And I'm going to shape the world around me in order to like see this thing through. Right. So like, let's say, you know, you're saying, you know what? I am going to be an actor. I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be a designer. I'm going to be a footwear designer. I'm going to be a race car driver, whatever it is. Sometimes you just have to say it, say it out loud. You have to believe in it. And then you have to force the people around you to, to buy into it. And then see it through, right? And that is exactly what Dave Batista did. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm just gonna uh, pick up this story. It's not necessarily in the middle, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna fast track it a little bit. So, uh, Dave Batista, who we know from, uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He plays uh, what's his character's name in Guardians of the Galaxy? Drax. Fucking Drax. Uh, we know him. He was in Blade Runner 2049. Um, uh, what was that other movie he did with? Uh, it was. Uh, not uber stuber didn't watch it so you didn't watch stuber no. oh man and not a bad movie at all it's uh, what he's I, hear. All, I hear it's not too bad yeah it's actually really good uh he's also in Zack snyder's upcoming army of the dead uh so i'm going to read a, a real quick excerpt here from this article on IndieWire. Uh, uh so dave batista has made it clear on social media over the last several years that one of his dream roles is to play uh, one of his dream roles is the batman villain bane but the wrestler icon turned mo- action movie star uh, just didn't talk about it during an uh, appearance on uh, you know, Justice Con to promote the upcoming Zack Snyder's movie, Army of the Dead. Batista revealed that he organized a meeting with Warner Brothers and DC Films to more or less demand the role of Bane. Uh, so, you know, it goes on to say that, like, you know, he basically set up an appointment with with uh, DC and, and Warner Brothers. And he walked in, he said, I want to play Bane. Um, you know, I think one of the, the reactions is somebody like they were just like, whoa, like, you know, we're not even casting a movie for Bane or there's no upcoming movie in which we're casting anyone to play Bane. And he's just like, he's like yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I want to play Bane. Get it done. You guys figure it out. But I'm going to play the next Bane. It's now the balls in your court to get it done, which is kind of like what um uh, what Dave, uh, not David Washington uh, did. What's John, John David Washington. Washington. Uh, uh, who's the actress who was with him? Um, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. I remember uh, when they did um, that fucking movie they did. I can't figure out the name. Malcolm and Marie. Right Jesus Christ. Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, I don't know anyone's name or the name <laughs> of anything. So when they did Malcolm and Marie, didn't she just like hit up the director? Uh, like, yo, like write me a movie. And he uh, like that. 
sort of. I, I think it was kind of <laughs> that, like, that's a short story. Yeah, I think it was like a two way street there. But I, I think you're right. It's it's kind of like the same same situation, not the same situation, yeah. but it kind of the the same impetus, which is to just be like, yo, I, I want to work on this project. I, it doesn't exist yet, but I want to work on it. Right. Um, yeah. Yo, uh, yo, I just I just love the energy. Yo, here's here's what my dudes uh, said when B- Batista pulled up on them uh, at, at Warner Media, right? Delusions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and then shout out to anybody if they actually know where that's from. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, they looked at him like, "Nigga, is you high? Like, I we don't. Even, there's not even a movie. Like, <laughs> there, there's not a movie for you to be a part of. Uh, there's not a movie for you to audition for. <laughs> uh, there is nothing right now. Um, he did. You know what? You know what I really appreciate about his boldness is that he didn't even like write a movie and then present it to him. Like, guys, I have this idea about Bane, right? Like, uh, about where Bane goes and he does some shit, and then Batman comes and fucks him up or something like that. Nothing like that. He's just like, guys, I want to play Bane. I, yeah, I, I don't know. So, I, I don't have an idea of what's going on. I don't. I, I just want to play me. <laughs> so this is really funny because like right, there, there are two perspectives, right? So there's uh, Dave Bautista's perspective where he's you know power play, right? Call the meeting. Everyone's here. Everyone's on fucking time too because it's Dave Bautista. Everyone sit down. Cell phones off. Um, and 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 then it was very very and he got straight to the point, right? Because I mean, there's not much there the, the point is i, I want to play bane right no script uh, he doesn't he, he doesn't even have a uh, he doesn't even have a pitch of like a potential script or a movie he's just like i want to play bane it's the character i've always wanted to play i want to play him get it done and they're just like what the fuck right uh, so but but i like his energy right because in life sometimes you just have to ask for the thing that you want demand the thing that you want like you have to set the meeting with your boss and say hey i want to raise Right. Or I want this job. I, I want this particular role. I want to work on this project. Right. Whatever it may be. Sometimes you have to go to the girl that you've been eyeing for a while and say, hey, listen, I want to take you out on a date. Right. Or you go to the, go up to the guy who you've been you know, eyeing and say, hey, listen, I want to go out and have a drink. Right. Whatever it may be. Sometimes you just have to ask for what you want. Yeah. Now, the other perspective of it is the people who got the meeting invite, the Google invite. Uh, on their calendar from Dave Batista with like no subject line, <laughs> but it was like uh, mandatory. Like they, there was no like uh, you, you didn't even have a choice to accept the meeting or well, not. Well, was, where, where they went wrong, put it is, on your calendar. Where they went wrong is that it was a Google uh, invite, so you know uh, it was for like Google meetings. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, send me a Zoom invite. What do you do? Why are you sending me a Google Meets invite? <laughs> you know, what I actually like doing? Google Meet a little bit better. Fuck that shit. That shit is <laughs> whack. <laughs> but no, no. See, this meeting was actually in person. People were like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't even gotten vaccinated yet. Um, so, <laughs> so could you imagine? You come. He's he's you, giving them shots as they come in. Like, guys, you'll be all yeah, right. I got so, you. <laughs> and it, it says J&J on it. And you're just like, ow. Damn it, Dave. Um, <laughs> but 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 you get to the meeting, you're just like, all right, um, you know, like super important. What's this about? Like, are we gonna get to work on this like next big movie? Like, this is really exciting, right? Um, I I, I left my wife and kids to be here. What's up, Dave? Uh, and then, Not even like I, I like left them for the afternoon, but I just left them. Period. I just, I just was like, guys, them, I'm yeah. leaving. <laughs> they don't it's know so where fun. I'm at. 
<laughs> there's a fucking amber alert out for me right now uh and then but you're just like hey we're here what's up you know like this has got to be great it's got to be something big right and he's just like i want to play batman you're just like oh, and then everybody's but, confused because they're like wait wait, yeah. wait so you want to play both bane and batman at the same oh, time no, i'm sorry no no <laughs> my bad he's like i want to play bane i don't know why i was thinking batman but i want to play bane no he's just trying everyone... to do he's trying to do both man he's trying to play bane and batman it'll be the first and only time it's ever been done. the biggest batman we've seen yet um just but yeah jacked. could you, could you imagine no no suit just fucking just a black shirt yeah just like the cow leggings. he's just wearing the cow <laughs> that's it he doesn't need like the muscle filler or the silicon anything. It's just he's just wearing leggings oh, and a black shirt. Oh and then the, my god! The, the mask. But like, could you imagine being in that meeting and you're just like, okay, um, like, did anyone attach like a script to the email, like a PDF or anything? Like that? Are we gonna is, are we gonna project anything on the board? Is anyone gonna uh, project? Like, no, no. And then that, the, and then you just have to wait for somebody to speak or somebody to get up and leave so you could leave too <laughs> that must have been like the most weird meeting to be yeah. in like, the uh, fuck, uh, okay. but, but you uh you know what but it's actually ironically the bane scene from the dark knight rises that i remember most about like people like getting into the meeting and then being like hey, what the fuck is this shit you remember that uh, scene where he's like uh the dude's like nope i'm in charge here and then bane goes you oh, feel in charge. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Batista said to him. He's like, I don't know who the fuck called this meeting. I, I'm not with this shit. This isn't about anything. I'm in charge here. We're leaving. Batista <laughs> just went up to him like, do you feel in charge? And they were like, yeah. you've got the role. I don't know what the fuck the movie is yet, but you got it. <laughs> we're starting filming next month. Like, what? I wonder if he like auditioned a little bit, or maybe like did like a you know a quick scene. Maybe did the voice or something like that. You got to do it. You got to do a scene. Yeah, you got to try and imitate. Yeah, you you got to give them something. But I, I, you know, I get where he's coming from because he, he looks like a fucking Bane. Like honestly, he looks more of a Bane than fucking um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom um, Hardy. Tom Hardy's uh, fucking five foot three ass um not to disrespect he he, he did a wonderful job with Bane. I'm, I'm just joshing him but uh uh but he looks like a fucking bane and he's got that like like his head's like proportionally smaller than the rest of his body which for yeah. whatever reason with bane and both i not maybe not the comics because I, I didn't necessarily read the comics all that much but in definitely in the cartoons uh his head was always just so much fucking smaller than the rest of his body uh so he's right he looks the part man um and he obviously he can he can act man um I think yeah, he's got range for sure. Yeah, he does. Uh, you know, I love Dave Bautista and, and I'm not sure if you've seen the trailer for the upcoming Zack Snyder movie. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Army, Zombie, of Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Dude. Yeah. Listen, I, I can't get any names of any actors <laughs> or movies, right? Listen, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, Podcasts. But I'm telling you, Zack Snyder might have a, a banger on this one. This movie looks fantastic. Uh, he, it, if you haven't um, seen the trailer yet, I highly recommend you watch it. You're going to feel differently about it. You're going to be like, okay, this is this might be one of the better zombie movies I've seen in a very no, long time. I've seen if the, it lives up to the trailer. I've seen the first uh, trailer. I, don't, I haven't seen the second trailer that I dropped for it. I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't really give a shit about Zack Snyder movies these days. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it's uh, if it's hot. Yeah. Either way, man. Uh, 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 hey, shout out to my man Dave Batista, man. Say it with your fucking chest, man. 
Don't say that shit all fucking wimpy, you know, all fucking bullshit. No, say the shit with yeah. your chest. I'm playing Listen, Bane, bitch. And keep that energy all year. Don't send the email. Call yeah. the meeting, okay? Send the email <laughs> invite. Let these motherfuckers jump on Google Play and tell them what you want. <laughs> Said, yo, that's, that's the that fucking, 2021 energy. Yo, that's that that's that 2021 energy. I love that. Don't send an email. Call the fucking meeting. Yeah, we're calling press conferences like we're senators or yeah. something like that. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing right now. No more, no more emails like, hey, can we uh I'm not slacking you. I'm not hitting you up on Slack. I'm just no. gonna send you the invite. Call the fucking meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all the fucking time we've got tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you stuck with us all the way through, then we know we are a true fan of the show. Go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, share button, all that shiznit. Uh, and uh show how much you 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 like the uh, podcast and fuck with us um with that being said we will be back uh for sure in one capacity or another uh next week uh, until then my friends uh we will indeed hit the very usual protocol fade out peace the fuck out ladies and gentlemen <laughs>